Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by FabFitFun, Home Nutrition, and Third Love. All companies and products that I use on the daily, and I just love them. And I want you to love them too, okay? Because I want us to have the same interests and likes and, uh, you know, outlook on life because you know this is this is kind of my way of starting a cult I think and I know that Stassi says it on her podcast but fine I'll use a different word it's kind of my way of starting a movement um, a religion if you will the church of Rachel where um, I talk at you and hopefully get inside your brain and influence you to get on board with everything I say I don't know maybe or don't, you know, do or don't. It's up to you. You live your life. I'm not here to, yes, I'm totally here to just constantly be in your ear. That's what the point of this is. I put out a podcast every week and in the hopes that you listen to it and we bond and become best friends. Um, I restarted my cameo, by the way, if anyone wants to get a video for a friend and, uh, you know, where I have to like sing happy birthday or sing another song. I don't know why there's so much singing involved when I have a terrible voice. Or just birthday shout out or uh, inspirational shout out or whatever you whatever you want. So you can find me on Cameo. I think it's, uh, I don't know. You could probably just search for me, but it might be at Rachel. Let's see. It's uh, cameo.com slash Rachel N. O'Brien. That's R-E-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. And for those of you don't know that don't know, Cameo is like a, a video sending service where you, I don't know, purchase videos of people you want to talk at you. Um, cool. Uh, I'm still coming down from just the most, one of the most fun weekends ever. Didn't you know when like, okay, so it was Brittany and Jack's wedding last weekend. It's Monday right now. So I only got back just yesterday. And do you know when you get like almost nervous to like build something up too much, like build a vacation up or, you know, so you try to like manage your own expectations. So, you know, you don't get all, you know, disappointed or even like where it is so great. And then, you know, the day that you get home or the day of travel home, you're all bummed. It's like the day after Christmas feeling. I am experiencing no part of that. It was as special and as fun and as amazing as anything possibly could be. I mean, the new, I mean, I, everyone that I hung out with, I was already, you know, friends with her had hung out with before, but the even closer friendships that were formed. Um, and my podcast guest today is Lauren Workus from uh, Summer House. And so I'm her, I mean, like we, we, we've hung out before. I know her, I've hung out with her many times, but like just got so much closer with her and Steven uh, for also from Summer House. And Claudia from Girl With No Job and Shep from Southern Charm and um, just everyone. Uh, and then friends I, I was, I've always been hanging out with in LA, like Alex and Mark, those uh, Stassi's friends from, uh, well, Alex is from New Orleans and Lo and, and uh, everyone. It was just, it was great. So yeah, it was just the most wonderful time. And I can't wait. And we're going to, re- Lauren and I are going to recap it on the podcast today. And just, we, uh, I think I'm answering almost every listener question that DM'd me on Instagram. I know I'm going to miss a lot of them because I posted it earlier today. So, I mean, we recorded it, you know, probably about eight hours after I posted it. So I'm going to miss many of your questions. Hopefully, though, you ask similar ones to the ones that are answered on here. Because we we get, 
we get pretty deep into it. Um, so yeah, it was just, every part of it was just amazing. And I feel so much closer to people. I, it was the most beautiful wedding filled with so much love and can't wait to tell you guys about it before I do that. Uh, I just want to thank you guys as always for listening to the podcast and, um, you know, connecting with me on social media. I love when you guys DM me or tag me in your Insta stories. So I know when you're listening to it, I always try to repost them. It's at Rachel and O'Brien there, R-I-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. And uh, if you can, I would so appreciate it if you left a five-star rating and a good review on Apple Podcasts. It just really helps to keep it going and helps to, you know, uh, keep it on the charts and all that and I just want to thank you I love you guys so much you have no idea what you mean to me and uh I've mentioned it on the last podcast I think I'm going to be starting a little creative endeavor over on Patreon where um I talk about all the like you know manifestation and uh positivity and mental health and happiness stuff I try to work on and career stuff um just some like daily affirmation stuff so I'm going to record a separate little podcast I'm going to put up on Patreon that's more focused on that and not just uh, so interview-based, you know, because I have a lot of interview-based things here or just like fun, funny Bravo things. And uh, that one's going to be more about um, a passion that I have, uh, which is just how to like better your life. And I I so want to talk about that more. And so I'm going to put it up on my Patreon. And you can find me on Patreon at uh, www.patreon.com slash be here and so there's going to be just some extra content that is motivational and and I and I still want to try to do um, some more like you know if, if you guys want to like if you're going through a breakup or you just want to chat or something even some google hangout type things so I'm working on that and so go over there uh, sign up if you want to and uh, yeah okay Oh, show dates real quick. Um, I'm going to Bozeman, Montana, which I'm super excited about. I've always wanted to, um, never been to Montana. Uh, I've also never seen Yellowstone. And I am, I don't know that you would know this about me, but I'm a pretty outdoorsy gal. I grew up in a small town and I like camping and, you know, hiking and doing stuff like that. So I'm so freaking excited. So I'm going to be performing at the Bozeman Hot Springs on July 23rd. That's a Tuesday. And you guys can get tickets for that, um, so you can even go. So here's how it's going to work. You can go enjoy the hot springs all day. It's just $10.50 for general admission. That's the fee to enter the hot springs for the entire day. So you can go in the morning and soak and then come back to the show at night. You just have to make sure to get a wristband when you leave. The show's going to be around probably like 8 o'clock p.m. And if you have any questions or concerns, you can contact Shelby at bh springs.com that's s-h-e-l-b-y at b-h springs.com super super excited about that um so come out guys if you live near bozeman or yellowstone or other places in montana come and uh my show on august 22nd in seattle washington get tickets for that at rachelbryancomedy.com or at the laughs comedy club in seattle i'm super super excited about that can't wait to hang out with you guys you know have drinks afterwards, and just have a blast. So Seattle people can't wait. Okay, so now for my guest. Uh, she is beautiful. She is driven. She's smart. She is a cast member or was a cast member of Summer House on Bravo. Uh, I just adore her, and uh, I think you guys are going to too. Um, she also has a blog, Work as Twins, and um, you can check out her store in San Diego, her and her sister's store, and... 
yeah, um, without further ado, give it up for Lauren Workus. Lauren, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks so much for having me, Rachel. Okay, so did we have a blast or did we not have a blast this last weekend? Um, Well, my hangover is like lingering. So I know we had a freaking blast because (laughs) the telltale sign of just like looking at my bags under my eyes this morning, it's like signs of a hangover still there. That's so funny. (laughs) I don't have one anymore. Uh, I think I slept so much when we got back. You and I were – I. We were not very smart to get the flights that we got. I regretted no. that so much. And I I regretted it because I didn't feel like I got to enjoy the wedding as long as I would have wanted to because I was so nervous about not waking up for my flight. I know. Why did we do that to ourselves? I don't know. I didn't have to be back for anything. I did nothing neither, when I got home. Neither did I. And I don't know if you heard, but basically everyone got stuck in Kentucky. So we would have had a blast had we stayed. I know. I would have been happy to stay. I I feel like I stayed a little bit longer than you. And then I was only able to basically sleep for an hour. And that screwed me. It's like, it wasn't even a hangover from drinking. It was a hangover from no sleep. Yeah. That's how I was too, where that I, but I went, I slept on my flights and then I slept for like three hours. I took a nap when I got home and then I was fine. I like went and worked out later that day and stuff. I was with my family yesterday and there was no, I couldn't be hungover. They didn't allow me to. So I, that was also the downfall. <laughs> Jesus. But we had so I much know. fun, which we're going to get so all in, into all of that later. But first I wanted to um, just update my listeners on what's going on with you. And a few of them had some questions. And I, I mean, I don't even know why you left Summer House or what, you know, what know. happened. So I'm very you know curious. So many people ask the question. And obviously, as you know, when you're on a TV show and there's another season that's filming, there's only so much that you can really say and not say. Um, so yeah, I mean, why do you have sister, to, why, why do you, um, why does it matter what you say now if you're not on the show? Because when you, when we first, when you first leave a show or are no longer back on, you're under contract still. Mm. So if you go out and say something, you know, that's not really appropriate, yeah. you could be in trouble. So, okay. So I don't want you to be in trouble. <laughs> and it was something that was just like, we didn't answer a lot and I'm totally comfortable answering it. It was just something that was, it was just like to get into the nitty gritty would take so long. Mm-hmm. So it was just something that we sort of avoided. But what I will say well, is Well, you that have time now. Feel free to get I know. into it. What I will say is that uh, my sister and I, we were, you know, the original people that cast were cast and shot the pilot um, and sold the pilot for the show. And we were a real group of friends. So when people watch season one of Summer House, we had all really been friends and shared Summer Houses before. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you start to film a show and in real, just... It, it just sharing a summer house with people every year, the summer house changes because think about it when you're under a roof for three, you know, days every weekend and there's alcohol and then you go back to the city and you hang out even more, there's bound to be fights and drama. Absolutely. Um, And so, you know, people, people's friendships changed. Uh, You know, my sister and I obviously were family, but you know, even we would get in fights. So Mm -hmm. it's very natural. And, on top of it, I started dating a guy that was also in the house and we had a really rocky, toxic relationship. Which, which you know, guy Car- was it? Uh, I'm sorry. I never Car- really watched it that much. Oh, no worries. <laughs> Car- Carl and I. Oh, you dated Carl? Appear. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of want to X that off my resume. But <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. So, you know, after season one and two, we were kind of on and off and 
we spend a lot of time off camera together and then it's, we're shooting again. And in real life, I'm like, I'm, I can't go back and spend another summer with this person in real mm -hmm. life. You would never go and pay money to stay in a summer house with someone that you can't really, you know, don't want to be around anymore. Yeah. It leads to bad mistakes and bad things. So I, um, I will it's just like not good for your mental health after a while too. It's like, that, why would, why would you put yourself in that situation? And that is a hundred percent it. It was like, you know, after our reunion and you know, what's unfortunate is that, you know, and I signed up for this when you're filming a TV show, people do, need to realize you don't see the beginning, middle and end of things. Mm -hmm. So an edit of a show, yes, all of that, those things happened, but the way that it's cut is not necessarily the truth. I think right? that's actually one of the best ways I've ever heard it described. You don't see the beginning, middle, and end. Like you don't really get the full story on any show like that. Like I feel exactly. I, I see and that play know. out all the time on Vanderpump where it's like you're just seeing a snippet of a fight that has so much other stuff that went into that. Exactly. And stuff that was off camera that's not filmed or stuff that doesn't does that can't be portrayed to a viewer. And I understand mm -hmm. we're making a TV show. It's for entertainment. The problem is is that most of America that's watching you know, some people get it and some people don't. And then what I think ends up happening when you have a big ensemble cast, and this is similar, I think, to a lot of people because I'm friends with people on other shows, you know, people that are getting spared in the edit or getting a better end of the stick in the edit because it's for entertainment value, you know, then they start to kind of believe that edit. And I think, unfortunately, in our show, I'm not going to name names. People can probably deduct that. They wrote some very long emails. Uh -huh. <laughs> your your listeners were know. But they started to, like, propel a version of the truth that they – that that really wasn't true. And yeah. that's really hard for me. It's not good for mental health. It's like you're beating your head against a wall going, come on, we all lived it. You know, that's not what happened. Mm -hmm. So for me, after a, like a series of things where I just felt like I can't be around fake, I can't, I can't be in a fake situation with an ex that I would never be in. I, I can't be under a roof with him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I really, you know, I really think it was for the best that we sort of, you know, decided that, they decided and we both decided, my sister and I, that it just wasn't a fit anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And I think had the show kind of gone in a different direction and they showed a little bit more, you know, of our city life and our professional life as it was supposed to, I think maybe I would have stuck around. But when something becomes toxic for your mental health and it's a toxic working environment, you can't do it any longer. Otherwise, you're going to end up looking bad. And I just decided that it wasn't for me anymore. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. Okay. So Lauren and I are going to talk about our uh, wedding looks a little bit later, but I wanted to tell you guys about my pre-wedding beauty regimen and many of the things that I used came from my FabFitFun box. So if you guys don't already know about FabFitFun, you need to get on board. It's amazing to give yourself a gift like this. It's incredible. So if you don't already know about it, FabFitFun is a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products that always have a value of over $200, but they retail for just $49.99. And that's just the beginning because each season's box features a variety of amazing quality brands like Tarte, Kate Somerville, Anthropology, Free People, Dr. Brandt. And like I said, that's just the beginning and you don't want to miss out because they sell out fast. So like I said, they retail for $49.99, but always have a value of over $200. But if you use my coupon code B here, you're going to get $10 off your first box. So check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code B here so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. You're going to get full size, amazing beauty, lifestyle, and fitness products that are going to change 
the way you feel about yourself. It's just so fun. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code B here. You deserve to treat yourself. Would you have stayed longer if it had been more about like your professional career and everything? I think that had the show gone a little bit more into our city lives and our, our, yeah, our professional lives, then there would have been more, not so focused on just the weekend drama. I think that I would have been happier with the version of myself that was shown, right? Mm-hmm. But because it was so focused on this weekend drama and my relationship and showing him and I, and it was just, you know, I think you don't get as well-rounded of a version of somebody. Mm-hmm. And so that that was sort of frustrating. You know, I filmed my second season, all of these scenes of, uh, I, I, was, I worked a full-time job in finance, but I invested in a hair salon in the city. I, we filmed all of this content. I mean, and it was all cut. It never made it to air. And that was just like, that was also part of like, it was frustrating. It was yeah, frustrating that's really frustrating. To, mm-hmm. You know, to give a lot. So long and short, I think it was all for the best. The show is continuing on. I wish them all the best. I'm not really friendly um, with most of them anymore, except for, you know, Lindsay. But, you know, we don't talk as much either anymore just because her world is the show. And I get it. Um, yeah. So that know, was that was a question cons- that two listeners had, uh, both Michael and uh, Cindy. Well, this uh, girl, Kathy, said uh, Summer House isn't the same without you. And then Michael and Cindy oh, wanted... Oh, Kathy. <laughs> and then Michael and Cindy wanted to know what your relationships with old castmates were, particularly uh, Lindsay was a big one, and then both Kyle and Carl, which I think that you've uh, summed up how you are feeling about Carl, but how about... Yeah. Kyle and uh, you know, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay and I, we were friends, obviously, all of us were friends before the show. Carl really was a newer person, but I had met him the summer before. So Carl and I, we don't speak anymore, and it's just for the best. I wish him, you know, well, you know, I just, I had to get away from something that was toxic. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I don't know how he's doing now, but, uh, you know, hopefully he's he's changed his ways. Yeah. <laughs> and Lindsay, we're friends, but, you know, she's, in, like I said, she... um. She's, you know, she's filming again with, with people and, you know, her, her time and energy is kind of spent elsewhere. I hope maybe we can one day get back to where we were, but that's sort I kind of feel like when, you, when I'm, that's sort of on her, you know, cause I'm, I'm hopeful that like, you know, our friendship was more than the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hopeful that maybe we can get back to where we were, but yeah. Um, and then Kyle, no, I do not speak to him. Um, I think unfortunately, sadly, that was a relationship that, you know, we had been friends a long time prior to the show. And, you know, that's something that I kind of feel like, you know, he thinks it's on me. I think it's on him. And I just, I guess we'll just go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I mean, maybe you never know what can happen in the future, but, but it's sad when, when like you kind of realize that like a show or something changed your friendship or exactly. even, or even just like, oh, like, would we still even be friends if there was no show? And, like, clearly with some of the people, not, you know? Yeah, I 100% agree. And then that's the sad part. But, you know, I think when someone takes no accountability for anything and just completely puts – he put a lot on on all of us. And, you know, I think everyone I'm, – I'm the first to take ownership of something, but I'm not going to sit down and be just completely told this is this is how it is when – there's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it was just, it was a friendship that I needed to walk away from. And there was really no point for us to continue on, especially, like I said, we're not on the show anymore. I'm not spending my summers with this person anymore. So I don't have to, I don't have to fake it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you miss filming or do you like, do you miss being on TV and stuff? I think that I miss sharing my life with people because I think it, 
you know, that's one of the greatest parts of sharing your life and connecting with people and being relatable and, you know, sharing your story and then other people sharing theirs with you. I really love that part. Um, so I really enjoyed that part of being on TV, you know, the hate and the people making up their mind based on a 40 minute episode, you know, that part is sometimes tough. Mm -hmm. I think luckily both my sister and I have relatively thick skin. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy beauty. I don't, I wouldn't want to be back on summer house in the same format, but I would definitely, I'll never say no to maybe something else on TV. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with the hate? Like, did you just not read mean comments? Would you, or did you engage with the people that were mean or? Oh, it's so hard, right? Like, obviously yeah. it's just like delete, block them out because the people I just that try are not to ever read bad things. Like I literally, no joke, filter. If I'm going to read my podcast reviews, um, if I, I will do it on the computer because the one, the phone app, you can't filter them but I will filter oh. them as most favorable and I'll only read those ones. Like I don't want to read is, them the, the bad stuff. Yeah. I think that's really smart. Um, so what I did when I would get, um, you know, that hate is honestly, I would, you know, I would block people or just because I'm like, you know what? And it's not that I can't take the hate. It's like, I just don't need that energy on my page. Right. Yeah, like, And sometimes it's just not constructive at all. Like, it's like what you're just being mean. The person exactly. is like, it's like, you're just like, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, I got messages told to kill myself. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, you're telling people to go kill themselves. That says a lot about you Jesus. and not about me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's sad that people sit behind a computer and, you know, make judgments. Because, I mean, I've watched, before I was on a reality show, I watched so much reality TV. I would never go on and write somebody, even mm-hmm. if it was good or bad, I, you know? So I would just, I, I can't relate to those people, so why read it? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, what is your, what are your thoughts on the, this last season? That was also what Michael asked. Has it aired yet? The one that, the last, the one did air. It just, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, like you just said, sometimes you just, it's not conducive to your mental health for me. Mm -hmm. It's to the point where I just, it's not in my realm, in my reality anymore. I'm not, I, I, I don't, I actually just currently, I moved back to California. And so for me, I'm like, what is it, what is it bringing me? And it's just, it was better than I did that I didn't watch it because what am I gaining from it? In my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. to see to see my to see my ex go on and and, and pull the same you know stunts that yeah. I've already you know I just it was no point. There really there really I mean, is no point. Like why would you torture yourself and watch that? <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. And I'm just like you know I've really learned that like you have to you have to give energy to the things that are serving you and like giving energy to that. Even though it was hard, like sometimes because people would write me. That was a thing. Even though I didn't watch, I definitely got synopsis I got DMs every morning that, you know, after people writing me, did you watch, did you hear this? Did you see this? You, they showed a flashback of you every episode. And so, you know, I have some great fans, love you all. And thanks for the updates. Cause the little snippets were, were all that I needed. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. What, uh, what are you doing now? What are you working on? So, um, I mean, I know, but <laughs> I know a few things. So basically my sister, you know, told me she was pregnant in the fall last year on a trip to Vegas and I had to drink all of her drinks and I'm like, Oh gosh, this is our new life. I'm like covering up for you. And so, you know, when you're twins, so, Oh my God. So like no, when no one else would, so she, cause she didn't want anyone to know. So she was yeah. like, oh, and actually, Lindsay, Lindsay, you're like, and then I got alcohol poisoning. Great. I did literally. And Lindsay uh, from our show was on this bachelor, um, sorry, on this 30th birthday trip that we were all on. And she actually found, she, she realized when I was the one drinking all the drinks, but Um, so my sister told me that in the fall and that kind of changed a lot for me. Obviously I was still living in New York. I would come back to California, you know, every, every month or so or six weeks, but, 
when she told me that I decided that my lease was up in March and I'd been in New York nine years full time. And I decided, you know what, I need to be a little bit more bi-coastal. So I'm actually back currently in California and um, I'm helping my sister. She owns a resale clothing um, boutique. It's a franchise and it's called Uptown Cheapskate. And she opened it um, about a year and a half ago and she wasn't expecting to get pregnant um, as soon as she did. So I am taking over for her. I actually am running the store for her while she's on pregnancy leave. And we're sort of working on our blog a little bit more full-time now and just um, sort of, you know, kind of venturing into this like new realm of both being in California. So it's fun. We have, yeah. you know, a couple other things in the works that hopefully will come to fruition, but that's awesome. Just what's sort of the, what's the name of your blog so people can go to it? Yeah, just it's at work as twins and we're just sort of lifestyle. We love to travel. And so it's kind of travel based, fashion based. We're kind of just, you know, we like to do our twin thing because a lot of people, you know, can relate to there's two of us, but we kind of have a different, we're in different parts in our life. My sister obviously just had a baby and I'm single. Mm -hmm. So we kind of cover a lot of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. And I think that like, we realize that we're kind of better off or we're, it's weird to describe what it's like to be identical twin, but when we're together, it's like, we're, we're just like, our anxiety is down. We're like, we're just like, our, we're better when we're together. That's so, so interesting. I find, I find the twin thing to be so fascinating. Like what, like just the the connection that no one else like couldn't even imagine having with another human is just crazy to me. It is. And it's hard to describe, right? Like it's really yeah. hard to describe. And like I said, like that, like and I went, so I moved back and then I, you know, my older sister still is in New York. So I'll be going back and forth, but I went to Europe for six weeks and which is obviously so much fun. And I noticed that like when I was there, since I had been home for a couple weeks and been with her, I was like, I feel weird. And I was like, I couldn't pinpoint what it was. And I was like, I think it's because I'm like missing you again. Like we spent like all this time together. And then, so we just have realized that we're, we're a really good unit together. And mm -hmm. so we'll see, I'm going to help her out for now. And then we'll see if San Diego's too slow for me, but yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll be up joining you in LA, Rachel. Please do. Or just come visit a lot just to like break up your time there. Exactly. And it's so close. Yeah. So yes, it's an exciting time right now. And and I need to do a, I need to do a show in San Diego and I might do like stand up and then do a live podcast. So maybe you can be the live podcast guest. That would be I fun. I would love that. It'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, so things well, are that's good. good. That's good. Is it weird being in a different place in life uh, than your sister? Like where she's married, having a baby, you're single. Are you ready yeah. to meet someone? I am. And it's like, I'm just been, I don't know, man, I have the worst. I luck. I just pick the wrong people. And I'm just trying to break that pattern. Currently. I'm like, I cannot go for the most fun guy in the room. That's like mm -hmm. the, the life of the party. I'm like, I need to find a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just like a nice guy. I don't know. But, yeah, I, but do you know no. that sometimes I've dated the nice guy who did not end up being the nice guy. Like they can trick you. No, I felt the same way. I'm like, how do we know who's good and who's not? It's it because I think that people put on their best show for the first several months to maybe even a year, and then totally. you're like, oh, this might not be who this person is. It's very, dating is very difficult. It's have, very difficult. I have pinpointed a few like specific red flag triggers though that have proven to always be that this person is bad, and it has always been when someone comes on too strong too really quickly strong. yes and they've just decided they want to marry more like we're dating like right away it's like that seems like it's more to fill your ego than it is to and the, and, and those people have always ended up cheating or I don't know that's one of my red flags I I agree I feel like I've I, I definitely I think my problem is that I always see the best in people mm -hmm. and I I'm like that's good to a fault but then I'm like 
you know, you can only keep seeing the good in people. They can only keep, you know, they can't fuck up that many times. I can't keep forgiving them. So, yeah. Yeah, you got your, what is it, that, like, fool me once, shame on me, yeah. or fool me, yeah, or fool, exactly. whatever. I'm saying it yeah. wrong, but you get the No, gist. fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But yes, I'm the same way, and I'm just, like, that's part of also the other reason why I left New York. Like, dating in New York is really tough. I know it's tough everywhere, mm-hmm. but there are so many guys that just are Peter Pans there that just, you don't, they don't have to settle down, and I get it, right? Yeah. Like, there's a new girl, you know, every night of the week if they want because it. Because the, so. ratio, the ratio is is off there, right? Isn't oh, it's too, so off. Yeah. So off. Way more girls than there is guys? Yeah, way more girls than there is guys. And, you know, I think that in New York, which I really like and I'm attracted to, everyone's like hustling for their career, right? So mm-hmm. it's all about timing in New York, even more than anywhere else. Because I feel like, you know, people are, a lot of people are just chasing their career. They're not looking for anything serious until the minute they are. And then it's like whoever's in front of them. You know, so I have the one of my this older woman I used to work for a long time ago said that um, when her sons were ready to get married, she said a bear could have sat down next to them. It was just like it didn't matter. Just like when they just decided like, oh, this is the time I have to do it. It's like people are just like, oh, okay, I guess I settle for the first person that kind of looks at me. That is I honestly that that's some sage advice because that's honestly how I feel, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, I think I've met, you know, a lot of great people that I'm just like. What else are they looking for? But it's not that they're not looking for it. It's not like you're missing something. And I think that's what happens is you start to get discouraged. You're like, what, like, what about me? But it's more like that woman said, it's just about like the timing and whoever yeah. was right in front of them is mm-hmm. the one they're going to marry. Yeah. And if they're like, I mean, I, I'm definitely guilty of being in a place in my life a lot where a like, career is way more important. And it's like, I just, I know that I'm probably like not meeting people for that reason. And I'm kind of okay I, with it. I know. And that's how I sort of been in my two. And that's why I, going back to the question about my sister, I'm like, you know, we've lived different lives. My sister met her husband, uh, you know, the first day of college, they didn't get married for 10 years, but she's led a very different life. She has never really dated, you know, she had people in high school, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I've dated so many more people than her. And it's, you know, I just haven't met, I just keep, you know, telling myself, I just haven't met the right person. And I think part of it too, is just like, I'm obviously on the go. I do a lot. I love to, and my career was really important to me and I'm traveling and I'm, and I'm really secure sometimes being alone. And I think that's sometimes why I'm, you know, it's okay. But now that my sister has had a baby, I am to the point where I'm like, you know, and being at these weddings, I mean, being at a, that wedding last, last weekend, oh it just makes God. me realize I can't wait to find that person. Yeah. Oh my God. Wedding was so beautiful. Um, we'll get to that in two so seconds. Beautiful. I truly feel like I have my summer glow. And that's because I have been on a regimen with Hum Nutrition. Okay, so Hum Nutrition is amazing. Hum Nutrition is the vitamin company disrupting the beauty industry by focusing on preventing concerns and long-term care and repair, not damage control and covering up. Their mission is to help you look and feel your very best, and trust me, you will, by turning your beauty self-care routine inside out and making inner health the foundation. It's so important to start with your inner health. I'm currently taking the Glow Sweet Glow Gummies. They're vegan gummies for gorgeous glowy skin with low molecular hyaluronic acid, alma fruit, antioxidants, and the hair sweet hair growth gummies. My hair is shiny. It looks great. Also vegan gummies that have biotin to help boost hair's health, fullness, and shine. I'm loving the flatter me digestive enzymes. My stomach is flatter and it's decreasing in bloating, which is perfect. It's summertime. You're putting on a swimsuit. You want to feel like you're not bloated. 
it's just incredible. They have so many great products. The gummies taste delicious. They also have this powder that I drink in the morning that gives me so much energy. I just feel like I'm really taking care of myself with Hum. So Hum Nutrition is all about making you look and feel your best. Each specific supplement packs a combo of potent ingredients designed for specific aims like clearer skin. Who doesn't want that? Boosted energy. I need that so much. A flatter stomach or fuller hair, and they're backed by clinical results. And if you're not sure what you need, it's no problem. You just take a quick quiz to get personalized recs plus 20% off with my code B here. Plus, you save even more with their convenient, flexible, and money-saving monthly plans. Okay, so to get started, go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started, and you get personalized product recommendations based on your goals and needs from their team of RD nutritionists. And when you use my code B here, you're going to get personalized recommendations plus 20% off with my code B here. That's humnutrition.com slash get underscore started. Guys, you want to take care of yourself and feel your best. While we're on the subject of dating, though, do you have any advice for my listeners? Like, what are your some of your go-to dating tips? Oh, yes. Okay, I always keep my first date really short and sweet. Oh. I feel like when that's, you're That's a new one. Busy, okay. When you're a busy person, like, don't make a dinner date the first date. Go for coffee. Go for a walk. I don't know. Have a drink. Have set for one drink. Because I feel like you know, a lot of time you, you burn out by going on all these dates because you spend too much time with somebody and you kind of, I don't know if you're, if you're like me, you know, within the first like 10 minutes, if you're vibing with someone, you know, and if this is going to go well or not. And so I think if you set the first date short and sweet, and if you really like the person, then you'll set another date. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then you don't waste a lot of your time and you're not waking up with a hangover, you know, four nights a week because you went on, you know, these terrible dates. Yeah, no, that's a good one because that is that's like half the reason why I slowed down on dating because I was like, I would go on these dates that like were kind of fun, but whatever. And then I'd be like, but I didn't even want to drink that night. But it's like, you know, you are because you're on the date. And it's like, okay, I guess I kind of have to. And it's like, I feel like I'm just wasting time and like drinking when I don't want to drink. I 100% agree. And then I'm like, I'm skipping my workout in the morning because I'm, I'm tired. And then, Mm -hmm. and then I'm just like, it's a spiral effect of like being like totally burnt out on dating. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that would be my, my advice, one of my tips. And then I think kind of like what you said, if you see red flags in the beginning, run the other hill, run Uh for the hills. Do you, I know I totally agree. Do you, do you believe in that? Cause I, I think that this one, this one I have not come to a full on conclusion on, uh, because I think a lot of times when you're not looking forward is when you meet someone, but then there's the other school of thought that is like, if you really want to meet someone, you have to treat dating like a job. Like if you want to go after your career, you know, like yeah, you, it's you, with anything. I don't know though. Cause I kind of agree that sometimes treating it like your job, it's like, I don't know. Where do you stand on that? Okay. So that's so funny. Cause I just had a conversation with my girlfriend the other day. She's still in New York and she's been going on all of these dates. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Like I, just hearing about them makes me exhausted. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she has a really good attitude about it. She thinks it's a numbers game. She's like, I'm treating this like exactly like you said, like it's a job and I'm, I'm looking to land the the right job. And so I'm going on a ton of, you know, informationals or interviews. Mm -hmm. And so on one hand, I agree with her, but then I'm like, you know, I've dated a lot of great people. Yes. They weren't the right people, but that I met organically, that I met out when I wasn't looking, that I was just having a good time and I met somebody. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's different for everyone. I, maybe I think it's, you know, energy and being open. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm on hinge right now. I'm being open. I may not be going on as many dates as I should be, but maybe my energy is more open. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. Part of me thinks so, like, when you even, even when you think about, like, okay, treat it like a job. 
But think about the times when you've been almost overly aggressive in like a career type of thing. Sometimes that energy doesn't work. And sometimes like when you're just like, I'll take every opportunity, it's like, yeah, but you're not really good at, you can't be great at 10 things at once. So you, sometimes when you spread yourself too thin, I think it could be a bad thing. I think, I I, to- I think I I'm totally going to take the stance that, that don't treat it like a job too much. I think I'm I know, and I think. I think that I just have to be true to me and I don't like to treat anything like that. Uh, getting a job and like going after what you is it's, it's exhausting and it's like, it's nerve wracking. And then I'm thinking I'm giving, I'm giving bad energy to something because I'm like down and out about it. So mm-hmm. I feel the same way. I'm, I think I'm a little bit leaning towards the fact that I want it to sort of be in the middle and be a little bit more organic and not something that I'm forcing. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay. So let's talk about the wedding. Uh, or the oh. weekend. I mean, the whole weekend and the wedding. Um, let's just chat about it, and then I'll go to the listener questions. Okay, great. Uh, was it as beautiful as you expected, or did it exceed your expectations? So, obviously, I knew it was a castle. It exceeded my expectations. I was not expecting it to be that beautiful. That whole castle and just the greenery of Kentucky, gorgeous. I mm-hmm. had no clue. I'd never been to Kentucky before. It was my first time. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it, ha- it had the... Um, the possibility to be corny and it just wasn't every bit about it was so classy and so like breathtakingly gorgeous it was it's probably the most beautiful wedding I'll ever go to like I I don't I I don't know who's gonna top that I really agree like every detail was really thought out I feel Mm -hmm. like and just the whole like you said just the it could have had a corniness to it because it's like you never know when you're planning a wedding and you have like a vision, it can sometimes not be executed the way that you think it is. And it really, Mm -hmm. this was stunning. And there was so much love in the room. And like, I think that everything that Jax had been through in the, well, Jax and Brittany both together. And, but just also personally with Jax losing his dad, I think that they just made, it was just so special. And I, there was just a lot of love and I thought it was really cool. There really was. And you know, for, for having as many people as they did at a wedding, it felt super intimate. Like Mm -hmm. when, when there were the speeches and everything, like you could just feel the love in the room. It, mm-hmm. it really, it really, it's hard to like describe it. I was telling people like DM wise, everyone's writing. How, well, it's like, it really was that magical. Yeah, it really was. And it was like, I mean, it's pretty insane to have like, I mean, Jax has known Lance Bass for forever, but it's still pretty insane. Like Lance Bass married you. Everyone's saying bye, bye, bye at the end with no, Lance Bass. It's also like, what? That was an iconic moment, honestly. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of surreal to me. I mean, obviously, big NSYNC fan. Mm-hmm. And I had never met Lance Bass before, but he was so kind and nice. And mm-hmm. that was that moment when we were in that in the after party and that the song came on and he was up there singing. I died. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I left before that happened, sadly, because I was too nervous to miss my flight. But <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's fine. Uh, well, but, good thing you're able to relive it. Yes, I can. I saw it on the everyone's Instagram. But uh, can you even imagine being Brittany and just being like, like, what is my life? Like, like, imagine like she well, she used to say that she wanted to get married in that castle when she was a little kid, like all the time. And but like, to, for it to be as grand as it ended up being to have Lance Bass marry you to like, have like, it, you know, all of your friends and family there, it's filmed like, it's just insane. I, I can't even imagine because, like, like you said, sh- this is something that she basically manifested when she was a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about like you know vision board. That is so. <laughs> I, that, that actually, I haven't even thought about that part of it. Like, it's crazy what you can actually manifest. 
It is. And I'm a huge believer in like, you know, cheesy, the secret, like, Oh no, I totally am too. I mean, I really think this is all I talk about half the time. Yeah. (laughs) I really think that like our thoughts, you know, run, run our life. And like, you have to be careful what you, what you think about, because I think it will become true in some shape or form. So I think clearly this was like, that's what's so beautiful. And I think that's, was so amazing that she had always wanted to get married there. And then we were there, you know, and I truly think that like, you know, as much as her and Jax have been through, I really think that like, they are meant for each other. I think so. hundred percent. And to watch them like get to this point and watch their like union become official in this beautiful place. I mean, it was really special. Yeah. It's so cool. And it was such a motley crew of people in the best way possible. Like just even like, like I couldn't imagine being like someone who was a fan of like um, Bravo shows and then maybe like, you know, like the morning toast and girl with no yeah. job and then yeah. in sync. And it's like, you would like, if you even just walked into the hotel bar where we were all staying, your mind would be blown. Like what? There's Claudia from Growth No Job. There's yeah. Lauren and Steven from Summer House. There's, there's Shep. Yeah. There's Shep from Southern Charm. There's, there's Vanderpump Rules people like, like what is this? Yeah, it was. And you know what I liked? It was like everyone, you know, obviously a lot of people hadn't met before, but a lot of people hadn't met before. And I think that everyone left this weekend with a whole new group of friends. Totally agree. Like I feel so much closer to like everyone that I, I mean, I'd hung out with most of all you've all before, but like, I feel yeah. so much closer to everyone now. It was yeah, just and so it was much just, like, fun. Because we all share these like crazy moments and like, like even before the wedding, just like this fun and energy and everyone was really there to celebrate love. And mm-hmm. I mean, what's better than that? Yeah. And it wasn't even just like hanging out at like the, you know, whatever the, the wedding events were. It was like, grabbing lunch in the middle of the day or just like just like checking with everyone seeing if we were going to meet up beforehand like going to the, it just was like it was exactly. just it's like those little like those little like everyday life things that, that you don't get to do with everyone normally when you're just meeting up that like I think really grow like grow relationships mm-hmm. and it's like this stuff too where it's like you get to see more of like like she, like Shep has a certain reputation of course but like I th- there are so many things about Shep that I just love like I really think he's just actually a really nice guy he I mean he 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 may have been shit-faced the first night all I will say is that I've always hung out with Shep before he is I've never seen someone stay so like eloquent and well-versed even when they're shit-faced oh yeah like he almost walked into traffic but was very eloquent (laughs) it's like his sharpness and wit does not go away after you know, one too many drinks. It's but hilarious. no, he's, he is such a good, like, like his heart is so good. It's a heart of gold. Like, mm-hmm. and it's cheesy to say that, but he really does mean, like, even when he's, you know, people think, you know, outrageous or whatever or speaks, I just think it comes from a really good place. Yeah. Okay. So my listeners had like a ton of questions about the wedding and a lot of them had to do with, uh, who hooked up with Shep. Um, <laughs> And, oh, oh, it's hilarious. Okay, I'm just going to go through the list of questions and we can answer them together. Um, Okay, okay. so Amy uh, said, okay, so I can't answer this because I don't know, but I'm like really surprised with uh, what Katie said. So Stassi recapped uh, the wedding on her podcast and she had Bo on for a little bit and then she had Katie on and uh, then a few, like maybe Brittany and Zach like jumped on for a second. But when Katie was on... um, Katie said basically like there was some people at the wedding or or staying at the castle or something that like were really annoying and like they would have been better if they weren't there or something like that. Like I'm I'm getting the words wrong. So Amy said so who was Katie throwing shade at and so yeah. someone should, and I have no I honestly have no idea. 
Well, and first I'm of all, I thought that everyone was that. at the castle was like the wedding party. So who was who was annoying? I I don't this I so I don't know. I I don't. I, it could she could have just meant like someone just in attendance at the wedding or some people in attendance, but like. I don't know. Cause I, yeah, the, I really don't, I really don't know. And I feel like I didn't really feel that there was anything. They did a good job of covering it up. If they were upset or people were annoying. Yeah. I have no idea. I was like, part of me is like, was it me? I'm like, no, but I'm I not saying that. I, <laughs> did Rachel, I, just... I hope it wasn't us. No, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I, it's possible like during show stuff, it could be like, I mean, because before the wedding, uh, you know, Sandoval got in a fight with them or it could be like, you know, Katie and Stassi are always kind of getting on Kristen's case about the status of her relationship. So it could have been, you know, them being annoyed with that. It could, it could have been many things. I was just surprised that she so blatantly said it. Yeah, it could have been that. Also, Carter was there. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh, I think that I think that maybe they maybe that's what they thought was annoying or weird. I don't know. I yeah, no I idea. don't know either. I, I, I don't know. I, thought, Car- I sense that everyone was getting along, but you know how that goes. But it's but it's kind of sad for Carter. It's like he was friends with everyone for you know, for years. Three years. Like, yeah, years. Going on vacations, uh, hanging out constantly. Like, of course he's invited to the wedding. And like, if yeah. you know, and if Kristen doesn't like hate him and she doesn't hate him, like, yeah. why would they he not, could, why would he not yeah. be invited? I saw Carter. I thought it was really nice. I hadn't seen him since, you know, about a year ago in New York. It was good to see him. He, he was on a job, I think, in Nashville before. So he seemed great. I saw him and Kristen yeah. together. They seemed fine. So like you said, he should be there. He, Absolutely. He was friends with them for a very long time. Yeah, I don't see any point in, like, bullying someone and making them feel like they're not welcome. Like, he was friends with everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I don't know what it was that she was talking about. We're just guessing. I don't either. I guess Katie needed to spill more. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, someone asked, what was our favorite part of the wedding? I think it was still the Amy girl. Oh, I'm trying to think. Everything was so beautiful. I think uh, one of my favorite parts was watching them dance for the first time together. Yeah, I was going to say all of their interactions and the, the the pure joy on both of their faces was really special. I, literally, like if you could bottle up like what joy looked like, I think Brittany and Jax's face together mm-hmm. were, were that. And their, and their vows, what they said to each other was really cute. And then the fact that her dad um, uh, led a prayer before, that was really cute. That was really special, but I don't know, watching them dance for the first time, I just really liked, yeah. it was so special, and I, I liked their song. Wasn't it a Shania Twain song? Yeah, we, who guessed it? Uh, Lo had guessed it, because we, we were listening to 90s country, um, getting ready in honor of Britney, and that yeah. song came on, and I said, like, oh, this song is kind of always, like, Annoyed me a little bit or something. No, I actually think I said that oh. maybe annoyed me. I forget. And she and Ben Below said said I bet you $20 that it's it's one of the songs that they danced to and ended up being the song. Stop it. You owe her $20. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I didn't I mean I don't hate the song, but I just think I think I was just being like just making jokes about like certain lines in it when we were listening to it earlier. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I mean I think a lot of wedding songs are very cliche, but I'm just yeah. a fan of Shania and I think it was very yeah. fitting. Oh, me. it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. Their their first dance was really cute. Um, that was probably my favorite. Every part there was so many beautiful, like you know, just I really felt like we were a part of everything. Even though, like I said, it was that, so big, I really did feel like we were a part of everything. <laughs> that I thought was really cool too. Where like even though we weren't in the wedding party, we weren't staying at the castle. Like they did a very good job of including everyone that came from out of town 
to to every function. I mean, they had a spa day for us, like where we could go get any spa treatment, which I'm so mad I was so late to that thing because Same, I, like, I missed getting a massage. I, yes, I know. I was like, I got cryotherapy, which took an hour when it's always was sick a little bit, but I was like, I could have had all of these things done. God no, damn it. they I I've been to a lot of out of town weddings and it is hard when people are out of town to, you know, get everyone in the same place at the same time. And it was it the venue really provided for that, I think, as well. And then mm-hmm. paying attention to that detail of everyone came. It was, yeah, but it was, yeah, but every point of every like like the barbecue thing, and then the meet and greet, yeah. and the th- and then the drinks the first night. It was like everyone was included in everything. Yeah, that was very. They really thought that out, and that was so. I know. I, I wrote to them. I was like, you guys really made us feel like we were a part of every single, you know, event that you guys had, and that was really special. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, okay. So Savannah said, uh, what was the most unexpected part of the wedding slash reception? Or I'm sure we could include all the wedding events. I think, uh, maybe that Lisa showed up after her mother had passed. I thought that was really sweet. That's what I was going to say. I think it was really special that Lisa came that I don't think anyone expected that. So that, that, and seeing Brittany's face, I mean, they, they teared up. That was, that was a big shock to them. And I think that was pretty that was pretty cool to witness. Yeah, that was really cool. I think I think Randall flew them in, or they came with him. I don't know. Yeah, Randall did. I think Randall uh, flew them in. Had you met him before? I had never met Randall before. Um, I met Lala, and we actually had a good, we had some fun together. He's like, you know, very such a personable guy. So much energy. I love his energy. He's yeah, always so excited. I adore him. I think he's yeah. fantastic. Like the first and- time I hung out with them together for Kristen's birthday in Nashville, I was like. I get it. I get why they're, they're a great couple. I get it. I, I, I totally agree what you just said. And it's almost like you kind of like look at it and you're like, I, I mean, no wonder they're so great together. Right? They're a match. Yeah, they really are. It's very cute. Okay. That was really, I think that was him that brought them out, which is very sweet. It is very sweet. Everyone just came to, it was just great. Okay. Um, Alex said, is there anything you would have changed? Uh, it all looked amazing on Instagram. Honestly, I can't think of anything they forgot or any detail that wasn't thought of. Yeah, I don't. I think everything was perfect. Um, anything I would have changed? N- uh, just that I would have remembered to wear bras to certain things so I wasn't stuffing napkins under my boobs. That's right, guys. I forgot to pack my third love bra on the trip, and I regret it so much because I feel so much more confident and so much slimmer when I have on a third love bra because third love uses data points generated by millions of women who've taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for the perfect fit and premium feel i bet you didn't think about breast shape super important when you're trying to find the right fit and third love offers more than 70 sizes including their signature half cup sizes because you know sometimes you're like i think i'm in between the two i don't know so here's what you do you take their fit finder quiz you answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds it's actually really fun to take takes less in a minute because you didn't even know that you were supposed to think about the breast shape and it really matters when finding a good fit and they're 100% fit guaranteed every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it and put it to the test and if you don't love it you can return it and third level wash it and donate it to a woman in need but you won't want to return it because you're going to feel your most confident in third love returns and exchanges are free and easy and the comfort and quality cannot be matched it is hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own I am not lying. Straps that won't slip. They have tagless labels. There's no itching. I must say that my back fat has definitely been smoothed out in third love bras. They're lightweight, super thin memory foam cups, mold to your shape, and they're just amazing. And you can only get that with third love. And I have an offer for my listeners. 
I am going to change your life with this. Third Love knows there's a perfect fitting bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash be here now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash be here for 15% off today. You won't regret it. My boobs. I think for me, that's what I would have changed about myself. And we would have probably changed our flight so we could have stayed longer. Yeah, that too. Okay, those are the two things. I would have I would have found out some way to not have under boob sweat and changed my flight. Can I give you another detail that you did miss? Huh? Hooters came out. Hooters girls, like the babes that of yeah. I mean, I knew they were going to. I knew that wasn't a pre-planned. Oh my god, they brought out these tater tot nachos, girl. (laughs) I hadn't eaten carbs in a few days because I needed to fit into my wedding dress Mm -hmm. and. I went to town on those and the hot wings. It was delicious. Yeah, I feel like I tend to miss out on like the really cool parts of nights when things are late because I always oh, go to because I always go to bed early and like it, I'm just a tired person and it's but also I, I should have just been like you know what screw it like I'll just roll Sleep when roll, you're dead. yeah roll myself <laughs> onto the plane like. I got to be better about that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you are the smart one because you probably didn't feel as bad, but. No, but I missed out on stuff that would have been really cool. The Hooters meal was, was pretty legit. That's really cool. Damn it. <laughs> um, someone named Brooks asked how many bug bites. I didn't get any bug bites. Uh, Neither did I. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, this girl, Ani, I said, asked if I did the dance that I posted. No, I'm sorry, I did not. There was a choreographed dance I joked around about doing. Um, oh. Kellen, wedding you go to. Yeah, right? It was hilarious. Uh, Kellen said, uh, what's the craziest thing that happened, the best story from the weekend? Gosh. That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. What do you think it is? Um, I, I want to say the second night, um, I feel like was the, was it the second night? Yeah, I feel like it was the most wild, if that makes any sense. Mostly just because Shep was so drunk. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think Shep has, will be an embarrassed but yes. It oh, he, like and he doesn't, he doesn't care, right? I don't think. Yeah, it was the Shep show. We went to dinner at a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm on the other end of the table. And there's like be- bread being flung into people's mouths, like doing like, you know, like you're catching in your mouth. And I'm like, what is going on here? There's bread flying across the table. So I'm like, we're at a nice steakhouse in Kentucky. We got to we gotta we lock gotta, it up a little bit. Yeah, we got to lock it up over here. Yeah, I think there, there wasn't anything like crazy that happened. But I definitely think that on the second night, you know, people definitely after the pool party let loose. Yeah, I totally. went out for it was gay pride in Lexington. Uh-huh. And we all went out for gay pride. So you know, watching and seeing some people out in Lexington, I was impressed, man. There were some, there was a lot of love in the air and there was a lot of liquor being taken down, I think. And that's awesome. <laughs> there were some good people watching. <laughs> it's, it was, it's a cool town too, by the way. Lexington is, I was surprised at how awesome that town was. I agree. I, I'm like, you know, I, I wasn't picturing it to be anything. I was like, I've been to Nashville. I've been to Alabama. I've been to, you know, I've been to other places in the South and I was like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, not as like lively and whoa, Lexington was lively. I almost let, I mean, I, well, no, you really can't beat the live music of Nashville, but I did think that Lexington was kind of like a more quaint version of Nashville. It was. And I feel like maybe in five years it could be closer to Nashville because I feel like it was similar, like Southern feel, but tons of like cool places to go out. And yeah, it was very pretty, very pretty. Um, okay. God, I feel boring that that's all of our stories, but no, I mean, I feel, I mean, it's good that nothing like totally crazy happened. 
I agree. And I feel like that's the thing. It's like they brought together all these people and everyone was just having a good time. Mm-hmm. I think so there too. was, there was no, you know, I was so funny the first night, uh, that had been Thursday night that we were there. Brittany, who's getting married in two days, wanted to stay later and start, and start taking shots. I'm like, oh. If I was getting married in two days, I would, but, but Brittany never looks hungover. She's always so fresh faced that like she's, she can do that and be fine. And I, you know what? I really like, that was such a good point that I seriously respect that she's like the bride and she's out like staying every other people, all the other guests yeah. at the wedding. She's way more fun than I am. <laughs> yeah. She was ripping back. I took shots with her. She was ripping back shots. Like she's I love awesome. that. And she had all of her friends, you know, from growing up and everyone there. And it was just, she was really being present and living in the moment. And yes. And, you, you, that's really something that, like, I think a lot of people that are getting married, they she forget to so do. She was so not a bridezilla or a diva. She was really just enjoying the, yeah, enjoying the moment. Yeah, and I think that sometimes people forget to do that, and they're so caught up in like that day, and it's like, it's sort of like, what's the difference now? Eat the burger, take the shot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know? Yeah, what's, yeah, what's gonna? Nothing's gonna change. Nothing's gonna change. Um, a lot of people asked about the food. This one, Kelly asked what, how the food was and the cake and everything. Uh, food was really good. I mean, I struggled to cut mine, but that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> food, yeah. Me and you both, we were sitting next to each other. But no, the steak was really good. It was I had really steak. good. The, the presentation was gorgeous. I had a wedge salad before. That was all. That was good. Yeah. I didn't get to try the cake, but I, I think based on everything else, it probably was delicious. Yeah, really good. Um, okay, C Sunny Creation said, uh, was Jax's mom invited? Uh, and didn't show, or did he not invite her? And then someone said, can you shed some light on those wedding salads? They were just delicious. Um, yeah. Was Jax's mom invited? No, I don't think so. Actually, I'm, I'm, I think, I know for sure, no. Um, yeah, no, and his mom wasn't there. And yeah, it's sad, but. It is. I think that happens, you know, death in the family and people, you know, it's. I, I think, unfortunately, that, like, you know, everyone thinks just because you're family, it's, you know, it's easy and you can make up. But I think sometimes it, it, it runs really deep and it's, it's hard for people to, you know, admit or just apologize, you know, it's hard for people. And so I understand kind mm-hmm. of where they're at. I have a big family. So yeah, no, you have to hard. do what's best for you. It was Jax's day. Exactly. And he didn't want it. You wouldn't, that was too special of a day to have any drama like that. So I'm sure, I'm sure one day they'll make up, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, what table did we sit at? We sat together. Uh, yeah, we were, yeah, with we Steven were, and we were at a fun table. I feel like it was a really long table. Yeah, but it was Ariana's brother was with us. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend, uh, Jesus, he's friends with them. Yeah. Uh, where did Lisa Vanderpump sit? I think Shep and Lisa were at the same table. I think Shep was like the adopted son. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, Shep and uh, sat with Lisa and Ken, I believe. Um, I don't know who else was at their table, but it looked fun. But yeah. it was Ken Vanderpump. Did you ever? Did you notice that? Uh, oh really? Is that what it said? What do you mean? Yeah, the the table setting because Shep had instead posted Ken it on Todd. his Instagram. Oh okay. Yeah, instead of Ken Todd, it was Ken Vanderpump. I wonder how he felt about that. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, that was Nicole. They asked those questions, by the way. And then she also asked if I brought a date. No, I did not. And then she wanted to know who had the best uh, toast of all the speeches. I Schwartz easily had the longest speech I've ever heard. Uh, he had the longest speech, and he. I mean, I was. I obviously I've hung out with Schwartz, but I, I thought his speaking, his, uh, you know, his, his, he was had people laughing. It was very long, but I it was, was great, impressed with but it his was speech. <laughs> yeah. I was impressed with his speech. I thought it was, you know, and then I also thought Kara, the maid of honors, hers was really special. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, Schwartz's was hilarious, but I was like, this is so long. I don't think I've ever heard him be that long winded. 
no, it was very long, right? Yeah. But I, I mean, I enjoyed it. But it was it. good. It was, he had me cracking up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Greg also asked about the speeches. Same thing. Um, Christina asked where I got my dress. My dress is a, a brand called Lee and Viola. And it, I got it at Off Sacks with Avenue for like 60 bucks. I just looked online. It's now $35. So go to Off Sacks. Yeah, your dress was, I loved your dress. That color you. on you and your skin was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, what was yours? Mine was a black dress and it was from a brand called Likely. Oh, I like Likely. I like that brand. Yeah, they're just like simple. Sometimes I'm like, I just got to wear black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Totally. I was nervous about mine. I was like, it's risky. But then again, I'm like, most of my friends like dress pretty over the top that I was like, it's not going to be too over the top amongst. No, yeah. I think you fit in perfectly in that color, especially like with the, it was beautiful. Well, thanks. Uh, and then Christina also asked how many people did Shep hit on? Surprisingly none. <laughs> I, I think. Mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I did kind of see him with Sheena for a little bit. Oh, well, that's everyone keeps asking about that, too. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing, I guess. I think that they're friendly. I don't know if anything happened. I, I, I did not see people leave at the end of the night. I think they left before they did. But I think they're friendly. Obviously, Shep's a good looking guy. I mean, I could see why people want to hang out with him. He's fun. He's engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that he likes to survey the land. So. Yeah, totally. He really does. <laughs> every waitress that walked up he but he was never actually like there was a a waitress we went to lunch on saturday who was really pretty she actually looked kind of like saucy uh and he didn't actually overtly hit on her but like when she walked away he was like she's really cute i'm like so he's he's not like creepy about it no he's not creepy and what i think the best thing about shep and i love about him is that he owns that like that's what he's about like yeah he doesn't try to act like he's not looking around. Totally. You know? <laughs> exactly. Which is, yeah, which is, what, what else do, can you ask for? But yeah, yeah, him and Sheena, I mean, I feel like everyone asked that question. Uh, we'll let her tell if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Lauren asked if, if Brittany's dress was see-through. It looked like, it looked see-through in photos. Uh, I think just the lacy, not really, no. No, I think that was the lace, that was the lining underneath the lace is a nude color. So I think yeah, that's probably that what was. it was. And oh my so, god, it was beautiful. And she got uh, she looked so good. She looked really thin and really so good. Thin. And Jax looked so thin and fit too. I told him I was like, "You look amazing." Yeah, he's been getting in shape. Both both of them have. They both look great. They're I just like, her like dress at the though, happiest point in their life. It's just really special. It is, and I think that what's great about them is that they look like themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to a wedding, sometimes and people take it too far. Yeah, you're and like, then you're, you're like, like, why'd you do the smoky eye? You've never done a smoky eye before in your life. Exactly, and it was like they just looked like the best versions of themselves, and so happy. Yeah. And that's all you can ask for on your wedding day. Because obviously you have to look back at these and like these pictures one day. You know? Totally. Totally. Uh, okay. Luz asked us to talk about the guests that were there. I think we've kind of done that. Anyone else yes. surprising? Oh, you know, I thought was really surprising that I did not know that Jax or Brittany knew was, what's his name again? Larry Burkhardt? Oh my gosh. I was just going to say, that was a shocking moment for me. He sat next to me in the ceremony and I recognized him, obviously. Yeah. Larry Burkhead. Burkhead, that's what it is. Smith's mm-hmm. ex. That was surprising. I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know who knows him, but he seemed very either, nice. Again, he is from Kentucky, right? Or does he live in Kentucky? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they must know him somehow. Yeah. Obviously. Um, yeah. And he stayed, I think, for a long time. It looked like he knew people there as well. So, yeah, that was pretty. That was surprising. Is there anyone else that was overly surprising? Um, I don't I'm trying think, to think so. Who, I think everyone that was there kind of you would have expected to be there. Obviously there was moments that were like, oh, this is icons. Like that Lance Bass, I'm still, I'll never forget that. Yeah. God damn it. I wish I wouldn't have missed it. 
It was it was pretty. Special. Maybe I should just so that, li- maybe I should just lie to people and just yeah. I think you should like better story. Yeah, because it's like it's just like Rachel. Why do you always go home or like? So boring. To be honest, I heard bye 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 come on on the radio today, and honestly, I have a whole new like you know my memory of that song now is going to be tied to this forever. Ah, so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to start lying. Yeah. Um, more people asking if the food was good. Katie and Lexi, yes. Uh, Monica, was there any drama with the Vanderpump cast? Um, I mean, I think no more than the stuff that I mentioned at the top, possibly. Yeah. But, and I think that the, the best thing was, I think if there was drama, I think because it was a special weekend, no one wanted to ruin it for exactly for, for them. And so I think to everybody else and people that are super close to them, we really didn't know if it really was. Totally. That's exactly. Yeah. Uh, Parker, did you like the band asking as the drummer in the band? Yes, we did. You guys were great. Wait, that, that band <laughs> was really incredible. Yeah, they were the, really good. I looked over at one point and I was like, wow, this singer can really belt it out. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, Kathy, did you hook up with Shep? Be honest. No. <laughs> and if you didn't, did Sheena? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, this was weird. I didn't know about that. Okay, so Stacy said, hi, I was wondering if you guys are aware of fans staying in the castle. I don't know if, if you stayed there, but there's this one podcast of two girls who were doing all kinds of sleuthing around the castle in the days leading up to the wedding. And I was experiencing secondhand embarrassment while listening i doubt that Wait, they... i did hear that so the day when we got to the oh. castle, I don't know if it was zach or someone told me but basically there were fans or someone that were posting in like britney's chair where she was like getting ready in so i what? think it must have been it must have been before oh uh, like a few days before or a day before that's what i'm thinking because i'm okay. there was security at this event yeah there's no we... way because they were asking for ids and stuff when people got there yeah you would have had to have been a really insane wedding crasher to get through those people well, I heard that um, on um, Stassi's uh, podcast Facebook group, I guess a bunch of people were talking about perhaps crashing, but someone wrote in and they were like, please don't do that. Uh, I mean, I think that people should have just gone out in Lexington. They would have had a better chance of seeing them there than trying to crash at the wedding. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people definitely did go out in Lexington. I mean, yeah. like the first <laughs> night there was like people just standing around like, and yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, no, it was. It was a little bit wild. Um, okay, Stephanie, we're almost done with the questions too. Stephanie said, who was the best dressed guest, the worst outfit, and who was the drunkest guest? Oh my gosh. Best dressed guest. I I mean, we can't say ourselves, so Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Um I, I like I liked Janet's dress a lot. It was like a deep cut one with the, the, the gold necky thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked nice. that. Um, um, I like James, um, one of their friends, James was in Kirtley. Like a, yes. The, yeah. He yeah. In, he looks great. He was in like a, like a, a blue Tom Ford suit. It was really sharp. Oh, I liked Claudia's dress too. Oh yeah. Uh, Claudia, Claudia brought it. She yeah. She really did. That sequin number. She looks fantastic. She looked, I, I, I just love her so much. I do too. She, She's hilarious. Yeah. And she was actually such a great guest at the wedding. Mm-hmm. She really was. Uh, worst outfit? I don't, I think everyone looked fantastic. I honestly. Yeah. You know, it was funny. Cause I think when I first was looking to buy, you know, it wasn't black tie, but it was Kentucky formal. So you really could have gone, you know, either way. And I think everyone really turned out for the, for the wedding and no one really, you looked around and was like, Oh, they're too casual. You know, yeah. everyone looked really nice. Oh, br- uh, Brittany's mom's dress was also incredible. She looked great. Oh, Sherry looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, and drunkest guest. I don't feel like anyone was like overly sloppy. No, I didn't see anybody like passed out anywhere. There was no, there was nobody that I thought was 
was too drunk. I think everyone was like, was having a good time, but no yeah. one, no one, no one over the top. Maybe yeah. we didn't stay long enough though to witness. Clearly not. <laughs> I've missed everything. I know. <laughs> um, Jen, who did Shep hook up with? We don't know. Uh, is Marissa is the hookup speculation between Sheena and Shep true? Again, maybe. Uh, yeah. Jill, how was the cake? We both didn't eat it. Sarah, can you spill the beans on any drama or is it on lockdown until the show airs? And again, I don't think that there was that much. I don't think that anything that happened at the wedding would be anything that hasn't been happening all season. And, and I, I do know some stuff that, that you know, went down, but, you know, nothing that hasn't been happening all season. You know? Yeah, I think if anything, it was just an extension of something that's already been going on. Yeah, totally. And that was the end of the fan questions. That was... well. Really just one of the, it was the, I think my favorite, besides the love between them and the the fact that it was literally a royal Kentucky wedding. I mean, it was, I, like I said, I don't think I'll ever see a more beautiful wedding unless I happen to become friends with some Saudi princes. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Like That's a, That one's definitely going down in the books as the beautiful, beyond beautiful and one that's going to be very hard yeah. to and I, I think I, I and Stassi has said this on our podcast. Her and Bo said she was like, "I'm going to let them have it." She's like, "I don't think I could top it." I'm like, "And who would want to?" I know that's sort of like how it's like you know what you just got to give it to them, and you can't even try to you can't even try yeah. to compete with it. They deserve it, and um, and but I think other than just the wedding and the love between them being incredible, my favorite part was like everyone getting to know each other better and hanging out. I agree. I I was saying the same thing that I think that they brought together people in in, in such a way that it's like we all had this common ground, which is them, but we all, we all kind of would be friends without them. Mm-hmm, so absolutely. that's what was so cool because yeah. I really felt like the people they brought together would be friends no matter what, mm-hmm. had they just never met before. So totally agree. Um, any final thoughts? No, I'm just so happy that we got to experience the wedding together. And I, I think it's even going to be, you know, cool that we get to relive it again. And um, hopefully we got, filled some people in and then they're going to watch it and, and see it for themselves. Yeah. They'll have, you have to experience the visuals of it too. Um, well, please come up and visit me in LA very, very soon. And I'll, and I'll try to come down there. I'll try to book a show and it would be fun to partner and do a live podcast. Yeah. Let's do something in San Diego. Yeah. That would be really fun because usually I do do that. Like I'll do like 30 minutes of stand up, and then sometimes I'll have a guest and then I'll just do a little live podcast too. I love that. I would love to do that. And I will be up in LA soon because this New York in me, you know, needs a little liveliness. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm here. I'm here for a while. Yeah. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you. Just mention your blog again and your socials. And yeah, everything. so you guys can find me on Instagram uh, and Facebook at Lauren Workus. Um, and then my joint account with my sisters and blog is at Workus Twins. Love it. Uh, well, Thank I, you so much, Rachel. Yes, I love you. You're fantastic. Thanks love for doing this. Love you more. Um, I will, this will come out in the next, like, couple days. Or even Perfect. like a day. Do you and send me any other photos you have of us? So I'm not. Well, I'm probably just yeah, gonna have to no, repost I have that some, one. I think. I think I have some from like Cabo. <laughs> okay, awesome. Because I'll send yeah. I'll send you like a fun audiogram, like a minute long clip. I'm sure yeah, you've perfect. seen one. I think. Send me all the stuff that I so I can post it. Okay, sweet. Thanks for doing this. Awesome. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.